Over the years, I've heard a lot of different opinions about tire pressure, what's too high, what's too low, where your tires should be, should you run them slightly higher to get better gas mileage or slightly lower for better traction, things like that. And so I decided to dig into it for myself. I've always actually run them slightly higher, probably than than the suggested rating on the side of the tire, just because I had heard, <laughs> uh, probably it's probably just a rumor, but I had heard that slightly higher pressure leads to slightly better mileage. I think there are some some basic rules, guidelines that you can follow that will take all the guesswork out of it, or most of it anyway. And I've been told extremes by even people who work in tire shops. So uh, I did some research on my own, looked at some sites and gathered some information. Hopefully hopefully this will be helpful to you. The uh, The most common thing that people do is under leave their tires underinflated or allow them to become underinflated just through neglect. Because tires don't stand out as something really glaring uh, until until you've you know run over a nail or you and and or had a blowout or or whatever or somebody says hey you got to you know your right rear is really low. So it's best to avoid guesswork altogether. Put it on your schedule, check your pressure once every 2 weeks or so. At, at the at the the longest I I actually like to check them once a week. And oftentimes I'll just use a tire shop. There's one in my neighborhood. There's a company in, I don't know if they're national or not, called Discount Tire in a neighborhood where I spend a lot of time. They'll just check it for free and they'll pump them up a little bit for you or whatever they need to do. They got a kid, one of the younger workers runs out and and they have even a special lane where you can pull in and just, just to get your tire pressure checked for free. You don't even have to have an account there or anything. It's really, it's really smart. Business move is what it is because you're more likely to go there when you need tires. But anyway, so point is it, a lot of tire shops will do that for free or, or very, for very little. And so there's really no reason not to, to have them checked, even if you don't want to check them yourself. Another approach is to get yourself a high quality gauge, uh, either dial or digital, and keep it right there in your door pocket or wherever you keep your most accessible tools, your tool bag, as we've discussed. And that way you can whip it out and check it real quick. And then maybe you've even got your own compressor. And if not, find find those places where you can add some tire pressure quick and easy. Uh, but again, I like, my, I like to use a tire shop because they do it for free. So you don't have to plug quarters at the gas station. That's a terrible thing. Or the mini mart. I'm popping in for a few seconds to let you know that you can get all seven daily episodes of the Campervan podcast for the coming week in advance, plus the Van Sage newsletter delivered to your inbox every Sunday evening. There's a link in your podcast app right below this episode. Pause this show for a few seconds to click that link or head to vansage.com where you'll find a sign-up form so you can get the free podcast premium feed and the weekly newsletter loaded with excellent, valuable van life articles, pictures, links to resources, and more. Moving on, let's see here. Uh, Again, underinflated is the most common issue, and just simply due to neglect. And uh, it's also the most dangerous and the most expensive. It's what's going to cause tread wear, unless you're extremely overinflated. The The thing that will cause the most tread wear is underinflation. And that's because you get fast outer tread wear. And that outer tread wear is most important in a turn. And turn in a turn is where maybe next to hydroplaning, when there's a lot of water on the road, 
you know, a turn, that's where you really want your, your tread to be there to, to keep you from sliding. So there's a lot of potential for danger there. Also, low tire pressure results in less responsive steering and control of the vehicle. You'll get a feel of like mushy steering where you turn and the, the vehicle seems to almost slide a little bit, but really it's just the tire flexing to the outside as you turn. And you'll most notice this actually not probably not when the tire is low, but when you just put air in it after it's been low for a while. And then you go, wow, this vehicle actually steers pretty well. So give that a try. See, see how that feels. Another problem with having low tire pressure is longer braking distances. That's bad. You want your, your vehicle to brake and stop as, as quickly as, as physically possible. Uh, Treadwall flex generates more heat. It's another problem with, with low tire pressure. And that results in faster wear. And you can actually lose chunks of tread, which increases the possibility of a blowout. And then there's poor fuel economy. If, if you're pushing more resistance, there's more tread in contact with the road because the tires smashed out more from low pressure, fuel economy will be less efficient. So, And then overinflated is also a problem. It results in faster center tread wear. And, you know, just ignore which is more important, center or outer tread wear. It doesn't matter. It's all important. Outer or inner tread, whether... That's from tire pressure or alignment. We'll talk about alignment another time, but you don't want uneven tread wear. And if you have it, you need to replace uh, your, re- replace your tires. So, so yeah, don't overinflate. I doubt that it improves fuel economy much to overinflate. So uh, that's something to think about. Also, with overinflation, you have less surface contact, which can be dangerous, especially on ice and rain and dirt. So... Yeah, don't overinflate. There is the issue of max pressure in terms of cold and warm weather. Typically, allowing your your vehicle to rest before checking pressure, uh, or that is before checking the pressure in order to fill it, is wise. Because with a warm tire, you'll see 2 to 6 PSI higher than normal. So let the vehicle rest and get to whatever the ambient temperature is before you you check it to fill it. So as far as the specific pressure for your particular tires, you should consult the manufacturer and that's easy enough to do. Just Google your particular tires and then also pay attention to gross vehicle weight and the type of vehicle that you're driving. So heavier SUV types and, and passenger vans and, you know, some of the vehicles that we drive, uh, well, the tire pressure can can actually be quite a bit higher in recommendation from the manufacturer. So so look into that. It's an important issue. And even if you have to call the ty- uh, tire shops that sell your particular brand or reach out to manufacturers through their contact forms online or on the phone to get advice with regard to that. Now, you can get tire pressure advice from insurance companies and you know, good Sam and AAA and stuff. It's not that I don't recommend that or I recommend against it. I just, I just think it makes more sense to contact the manufacturer themselves. They're going to have the nuts and bolts for your tires, for your vehicle. And you may even find that you've got the wrong tires on your vehicle. I think that actually happens with heavier vehicles where a, a dealer or a previous owner will go for a cheaper tire just to get, get down the road for a while when in fact, they should have used a higher quality tire because of the vehicle weight and how it's being used. So, so keep, 
keep that in mind and just make sure you've got the right the right tires for your vehicle as well as the proper pressure once again if you're hearing this it's because you're not getting the premium feed head over to vansage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free valuable stuff so what do you get this is a daily podcast but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at VanSage.com, not only do you get early access to the Camper Van Podcast episodes, you also get Episode 7. Each week I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the VanSage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. And I'm leaving this morning. It's my heart full of crying. <laughs>